Good morning. Um, at least this morning where I am. Uh, it's in fact 8.03 a.m. on the 22nd of July. And uh, it's been a while since I've checked in with you folks. The summer has been very busy. Um, it's been funny trying to sort of work in some kind of pattern for work while also, you know, doing all the summer things that people do and, um, you know, chasing down people who are just totally doing the summer things as they should and not thinking very hard about church. So things have been pretty busy. And so I haven't been able to, uh, to do this quite as much as I'd like, but, uh, here we are now. Um, it's probably worth catching up a little bit. This is late July and, uh, I've had quite a busy July. We, I had a weekend off for the 4th. Our church is usually closed down that weekend anyway. This year, I think the 4th was actually a Sunday. So I went up to Maine for a while, um, you know, did the normal sort of things that I do up there, visiting family, doing some hiking. Um, that was good. And um, then back to church. And then here at church, of course, we had our big event um like we do every year in july and by we i mean not me personally but uh, uh family in the church the driscoll seymours have a big party every year called the end war biathlon which is partly a race um and partly just a chance for everyone to hang out for a really long time and this year was a little different um you know last year it was virtual uh, the race was the party just didn't happen um and now we're we're back and we're able to see each other so so that alone made it a little bit different and uh this year i was in one of the bands that played which was different um you see this year every year there's a band and um the uh you know bill and rosemary usually pick a band. And this year they were thinking about what to do. And another member of the church, Eileen suggested to them that they, they hire, um, well, the band's called the surround. They've had a number of names over the years, but, um, a band that features a lot of former church youth groupers and, uh, now adults. And somehow the church liturgical band got roped into it as well. Not entirely sure how, but we had a good time. And, uh, you know, we sort of worked our way through um, for a few weeks before kind of getting ready, um, picking what we we're going to play. And then obviously on the day playing it so that the other band could get a basically a lunch break. And uh, yeah, it was fun. Um, it made me think about um, a number of things actually that whole process um both the the preparation and the playing that that um i've been sort of kicking around in my mind a bit and uh and i've been thinking about the best way to share it with people and i think the best way may be just to talk to you because um it was a good example of the uh, folk process you see, the um, 
sort of Elliott Church liturgical band is often described as being a bluegrass band. Um, I think that's mostly because um, because I play the mandolin and it's that's an instrument that is particularly in this country um, closely identified with bluegrass music um, because of Bill Monroe and that's a whole another ball of wax that we won't be talking about today but it's not really a bluegrass band it's really a folk band um bluegrass is very complicated it's improvised um it's it's essentially quite a few ticks closer to jazz than most sort of traditional sounding genres usually there's you know from somewhere between one and five chords. Um, I think it was Woody Guthrie who once said that uh, if you have more than two chords, you're showing off. And it's basically a form built for participation. You know, everyone should be able to play it. Everyone should be able to take part in some way. And so the songs we played were songs that a lot of people know um some of them weren't but some you know some were were um songs like um will the circle be unbroken um going down the road feeling bad which is in fact a woody guthrie tune um he was showing off there are three chords and you know we were asked to do it and we started working on what to do and there's basically there were basically three of us uh, at first, picking the songs, running through them, making sure we got our chord progressions, memorizing the words, um, figuring out um, instrumental breaks and things like that. But as we got closer, um, even up to the day, really, um, we started adding people to play for play with us because you can do that in folk music. And the reason you can do that is because the structure is very simple. And I think that, that that is one of its strengths, right? That a bunch of amateurs can get together and put on a thing and contribute, in this case, to a larger thing. You know, I don't think we'd ever be paid for this. And the process of getting ready for playing our six songs at this party um, was a good example of the folk process. The idea is that other people, when you're playing, aren't so much the audience as other members of the band, right? You can sing along, um, hum along, you can do other things and it can just play in the background and it creates part of part of the, the atmosphere, the ambiance of the space of whatever you're doing. And um, so it's really a folk band, nor should we be because what we were doing um, was something that really is a celebration of simplicity. Um, we live in a world where complexity is rewarded and sometimes we forget that simplicity has its place. But the thing with simplicity is that at some level, everyone can do it, which is the point. Everyone can find a way to participate in uh, folk music or in another folk art, right? You think of the popularity of crafting in this country. 
um, that comes from this too. Not that there isn't talent there, you know, not that we didn't practice and learn these songs or, you know, someone else who, you know, I don't know, is making birdhouses, didn't have to figure out how to make a really nice birdhouse. Uh, part of the joy of it is that you share it with other people at the level that you're at, as opposed to striving for perfection. But at the same time, there isn't really perfection in folk music or in folk art because they are the things that folks do um, as opposed to the things that professionals do. And, um, you know, there's a lot of strength in that. I think most of us have hobbies of some kind. And when we retreat into them, part of what we're retreating into is the simplicity of the task before us. We are finding ways to be creative within that structure that in of itself is fairly basic. You know, we do, we do these things where we live, maybe, maybe physically or maybe not physically where we live, but what in the space that we inhabit with our hearts and our minds and our souls, it may actually be telling. Um, I think some of you know this, that uh, Thoreau, Henry David Thoreau was a folk musician. Um, there's these great stories, um, some of them from him about him going out onto Walden Pond with his flute um, and playing to entertain the fish. And uh, obviously, uh, we don't know if the fish appreciated it or not, but certainly he appreciated, appreciated himself and appreciated being in that creative moment in one of the simpler ways that you know, Thoreau got to be creative. And just that is what. So what does this have to do with the church and with our lives other than for people who are interested in, um, you know, I don't know, musicology. I'm not sure what to call it. Um, I think that there's a lesson here that is that is worth lifting up. You see, while we were doing all this work to get ready for our six songs, um, there were moments um, where we got pretty stressed out. We started worrying about whether we hit the right note at the right time or what would happen if we couldn't remember the words to sing or if, you know, the parts in our harmonies were appropriately spaced. And uh, even during the performance itself, you know, we're like, oh, I should have gotten that part right, or I should have remembered these words, or, you know, any number of things, you know, the microphones don't seem to be balanced properly. And when we do that, of course, we're getting into an area of complexity, which as humans, um, we're trained to do, um, whether it's biological or cultural, you know, that's a whole nother conversation too. I mean, I tend to think it's probably cultural. The idea that we need to professionalize what we do and, and, and be the best at it seems to be a fairly, uh, I'm going to say 20th century idea. And 
in those moments, not only are we not able to hit the notes as precisely as we think we should, we're not able to engage in the folk process as well as we would like. We're not able to participate in the moment that we're all creating together. And that I think is worth examining a little bit outside of music and outside of art. Um, I'm reminded of the words from Lao Tzu, uh, the Taoist philosopher who says that we should behave simply, behave simply, hold on to purity and your worries are over is one translation. And, um, in order to do life well, in order to do church well, in order to play folk music well, you have to remember that. You have to remember to behave simply. Um, hold on to purity, I guess, in a sense, um, because then you're more able to connect with your own nature, uh, the nature of the moment that you're in, creativity itself you know, to be part. And I think that part of, of, of the moment everyone is in the shared moment makes for a good, um, folk experience makes for a good party. Um, a simpler party is a better party in my opinion, because people are less anxious, less striving. And it makes for better worship, whether that is personal worship, um, you know, having those moments of transcendence yourself, or whether that is being in church. Um, you know, last couple weeks we've been, um, well, I should say last week and the upcoming Sunday, uh, we'll, we'll be playing, um, hymns, the, liturgical folk band or two of us, me and Chris. And uh, one of the things that we have to keep in mind when we're doing it is that people are going to sing it with us. And we need to make sure that we're not too fancy, right? It's just like, how do we do this song? Um, you know, uh, most of these songs are people everyone knows, but every once in a while we'll throw in another one. Um, this week, for example, we're going to have an Ezra Furman song. If you want to hear someone who makes folk music that is easily inhabited and yet, um, you know, engaging and high-minded and interesting in a number of different ways, I suggest you check out Ezra Furman, who you can find on, I think, you know, Spotify and most of the services, if you don't want to just go out and buy an album. Um, so that's part of our process is to connect in that way when we're singing, but it also indicates the simplicity of the service itself. Now, some of you know this, but we're in the middle of our summer worship, which is only about half an hour to 40 minutes long. And, the reason is because it's been stripped down to its essential parts, um, partly because of time constraints and things like that, um, but also because 
We are trying to have a service that is open to everyone that you can come into and without too much trouble, pick up those basic steps and, and participate. Honestly, we try to do that the rest of the year as well. Um, it's part of the tradition that we come from, um, Unitarian Universalism and uh, Congregationalism, um, in our case through the United Church of Christ, are both movements that come out of the Puritan tradition, and it's right in the name. Obviously, we're substantially more uh, liberal in many ways, theologically, but um, we too try to have a simple, you know, you put scare quotes around pure, but pure style that allows for people to participate regardless of who they are or how much they know about the church or theology or or what their lives are like um, in other places, right? It's a place for this simplicity um, to help them out. Now, our challenge um, at the church, certainly, and I think the goal is to have that worship experience at church reflect the challenges in life and the other way around, comment on life's challenges. Our challenge is to take the, the folk art that we do, and this folk art can merely be living our lives, to take this experience, this folk experience with its simple authority and apply that authority to more complicated parts of existence, um, places where we have um, burdened ourselves with worries, um, with striving, um, with guilt sometimes, and uh, frustration, and um, with the will to win, to take the places where we've burdened ourselves with those things, um, and to slowly eat away at them. Um, because if we accept this challenge of living a life that is more built around three simple chords, um, if we accept that challenge, we need to start our journey in a simple way, not with the whole pile of our existence, the whole mess, but with one thing, one issue, one relationship, one skill that right now just seems so difficult and burdensome and to strip it down uh, using the lessons that we find in the simpler parts of our lives and the practice of folk worship, of folk music or crafting or painting or you know, you name it, camping, um, hiking. Anyway, I could go on, but take those lessons that we find in our simple moments when we feel the most, uh, and I don't mean this in the current term, current usage of the term, I guess, but the most basic, the most, um, the most ourselves. And then, um, and just sort of start chipping away. Um, I've been watching, for example, a number of decluttering programs these days. Um, I just can't break the Netflix habit, or actually in this case, it's YouTube TV. Um, I 
recommend Hot Mess House uh, if you're looking for a decluttering program. Um, and when they're trying to help people on these programs, when they're trying to help them get a hold of the literal piles of trash in their houses, they always suggest starting with a few things, just one or two that will get the transformation going. I mean, when we look at our lives and decide to conquer an entire mess at the same time, we are going to fail because it's just too much. It's too overwhelming. Um, we didn't create the mess by, by creating it at one time. Um, so a slow removal process is what we need to do so that there is a space for joy, meaning, connection, and enlightenment. So I guess today um, I'm encouraging you to develop your own folk process. Um, if you want to, you can participate in the ones that I participate in. There's always room in the band and there's always room in the church because something else that simplicity brings is acceptance. It brings acceptance because that lack of clutter, of complexity, means that there is space for others and no one needs to be pushed out. Now, when I say the church, of course, I mean the Elliott Church and Natick. Um, I can't speak for the others. And I know that um, like any community, a congregation can also experience this complexity. Um, but we do try uh, in our own way to be aware of the importance of welcome and to make sure that we do have that space. It's a lot of what uh, my job is about. It's a lot of, of what uh, Tara's job is about and others of the church, um, Felicia as well and Stephen. And, uh, and it's, it's part of our practice. So I think that's it for me today. Um, you know, I hope this was helpful. Um, you know, I hope that you spend some time doing something that you're not an expert at this summer, um, using your beginner's mind and exploring something new and different, understanding that there are other people more capable of complexity in that area, um, and understanding that complexity may not actually be the desired outcome. So uh, here at the church, um, speaking of, hopefully not complexity, but um, in some ways, the schedule is a little complex. We'll be having church this Sunday, the 25th of July, and then we will be off. There will be no services on the 1st and the 8th for our annual uh midsummer break basically the sanctuary gets too hot to sit in for any period of time and then we will be back on the 15th of august so i hope to see you around of course all are welcome and i um you know i'm thinking of all of you while you're out in the world doing fun things so until next time <laughs>